Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. What if the Facebook IPO had never happened? Or to put it another way, what's changed at the company, not in the markets, but at the company, between last Friday and today? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance with Snapshot, a program in which rates are determined by the driving habits of policyholders. Learn more at Progressive.com. And by Reputation.com, helping professionals and businesses manage their reputations online because search results can be the new first impression. Learn more at Reputation.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of May today. Good to have you with us. And let's start with some more about the Facebook IPO today, all right? All right, actually, wait. You know what? We're not going to do that because you've heard nothing else for days now. As you know, the Facebook IPO was a mess. So let's do this instead. Ask how all of that actually affects Facebook, the company. Our New York Bureau Chief Heidi Moore has the story. Wall Street giveth and Wall Street taketh away. This week, the stock market subtracted about $20 billion from the value of Facebook. So this dissatisfied those who wanted to make a fortune in a few days. Too bad. It doesn't mean it's not a great company. That's Paul Argenti, a business professor at Dartmouth. He's a bit exasperated with the obsessive postmortems of Facebook's IPO. The IPO might have been overpriced and they might have been a little greedy. I don't think it's going to stop them from implementing their strategic plan over the longer run. That plan includes acquisitions like Instagram and figuring out how to make money from smartphone users. Facebook just added $7 billion to its war chest. That can help feed investor appetites. The market always wants more. Higher profits, lower expenses, dominant market share. Every three months, or else the stock price gets it. Peter Falvey is an investment banker at Revolution Partners who's advised dozens of companies on going public. He says Facebook's IPO has nothing to do with its business. The IPO is as much of a parlor game as it is going to be relevant to where they're going to be in the next three, five, ten years. Remember, investors doubted young Google and young Amazon. Anyway, a wildly successful IPO can also be a curse. Duncan Davidson is a venture capitalist who took a tech company public during the dot-com boom. We went public at 18. It got to 135 in three weeks. Nobody inside of the company was working. They're all checking Yahoo to see what their ticker price was. Davidson has some advice for Facebook. Don't forget, it's just paper money. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. Yeah, but it's a lot of paper money. Facebook shares today, by the way, down another 8.9%, three bucks, closed at $31 a share on the nose. President Obama comes out here to California tomorrow. He's going to be in the San Francisco Bay Area raising money for his reelection campaign. Why the Bay Area, you ask? Because that's where the money is. Silicon Valley in particular, millionaires and billionaires from high tech and venture capital. A critical stop on the campaign finance trail, as Marketplace's David Gura reports. President Obama kicks things off in Atherton, California. That's just up the road from Stanford and right next door to Menlo Park, home to Facebook headquarters. Lisa and Doug Goldman are throwing a dinner party for the president. They're Bay Area philanthropists, and a ticket to that dinner costs $35,800. Then there's a Redwood City reception where uh, the cheap seats are $1,000, but you can pay up to $12,500 to go in. That's Kathy Kiley. She works for the Sunlight Foundation. Kiley keeps tabs on political fundraisers, and she says candidates, especially presidential candidates, know California has a lot of money. 
within California, Silicon Valley has become one of the most popular destinations because it's where a lot of mega money is, even, even with Facebook down a few dollars a share. Over the last couple of decades, the place has changed, and so have its politics. There are fewer Republicans there than there used to be. Billionaire Mark Benioff is the CEO of Salesforce.com, and he's co-chair of President Obama's re-election campaign. This is his sense of Silicon Valley today. I think it's about a third Democratic, a third Independent, and a third Republican. And the relationship between Silicon Valley and the government is also different. Jim Kinnean is with California Strategies, and he's a former Republican representative to the California State Assembly. Technology companies.